What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 470th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Half a year until we get to 500. Uh, I'm, your, I'm your host, SBJ. Uh, we were recording this before GoFest, but I'm sure... Uh, I, I Wow, that makeup day they announced for GoFest sounds real great. Uh, with me is <laughs> Greg. <of> the, <laughs> the giant error that happened on GoFest. I can't believe Niantic was so unprofessional to allow... Insert error here. To happen. I'm outraged and I demand... Insert treats here. Uh, do it. <laughs> do what? Will is here. The error that has now launched this campaign of disaster that will tumble through the entire weekend is that Steve believes that 30 is half of 52. Wait, what? <laughs> you just said half a year until we get to episode 500. Mm-hmm. Half a year is 26 weeks, oh, I was not ra- 30 weeks. <laughs> I was rounding up. <laughs> rounding yeah, up, uh, you know. The other error... Is- it is our... well established on this show that Steve rounds. <laughs> it's quite, There's quite, no quite sevens, so therefore you round past seven, eight, and into ten. How am I going the to other get... great <laughs> error is for our YouTube viewers, I have now switched to a higher definition recording device so you can see in great detail what a mess we've got going Those on Those beautiful, beautiful, beautiful eyes. Nothing. See, you can't do that with mine, because if I take my glasses off, I can't see a thing. But you're so Shakespearean. How am I going to get any of my narratives pushed here if I'm not rounding up or down? If you would share the outline and let us know what narratives we're supposed to be pushing, it would help. Instead of letting us be freewheeling free agents, just running around the internet and making (laughs) stuff up. We got a show for you guys today. We're not going to keep it very long uh, because I have to record, edit. I say that. I say that. We are on a timer today. I need food. I need food. I need food. We're recording on Thursday night. I had this great suspicion that there was going to be something announced in regards to Unite, and that happened. Yes. And I broke it first. What does that mean? No, you didn't. I sent I, you the, I in I sent you the information before. first. Not nah, none of you sent it. Because I sent I it to the group first. Seen it already, Check the by receipts. The time I've seen something, everybody else has seen Look, it. I'm the my, last to know. My name ain't Joe Serby. I don't have Google Alert set up for this. I run a podcast. If people need breaking news, they're not waiting until <laughs> Monday. <laughs> they just want my bad hot take. Joseph Serby, thank yeah. you. They announced Pokemon Unite. The date. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. We have some just some other Pokemon news to cover. Pokemon Unite stuff, question of the week, Pokemon of the week, and then we're done. This will come out on Monday, like always. Uh, And then over the weekend, Greg, Will, and I will be, we have already, hopefully, assuming that the recording doesn't break, uh, we'll record our thoughts about GoFest Day 1, GoFest Day 2. Those would have been live in the Discord, because we have a Discord partnership, uh, hashtag ad. And then um, if you're on our premium feed, you can listen to those, and if you weren't on the premium feed, you would have had to listen live, blah, blah, blah. But if you want the thoughts, patreon.com slash pkmncast. Assuming that, <laughs> assuming that the recording <laughs> goes well. I'm sure it will. It's fine. We've never messed that stuff up before. Never. We know exactly what we're doing because we are podcast professionals. Wait, what haven't we done before? I, what? Let's start off with some- Because I've done pretty much everything. <laughs> 
in my brain, I thought we were all going to be in one place also. And the plan of us not being in one place came as a shock to me. Oh, hmm. yeah, because I don't know how to pipe three people into one Discord call. That seems messy. Mm, true. With, like, the stages and stuff. I Also, I will be very tired of both of you. That's true. See, we're going to we're gonna be walking in the hot sun for eight hours, and then we go home, and then we shower, and then we record, and then once the recording's over, Will goes to bed, and then Greg complains about Pokemon Go, and then I stay up till 3 a.m. complaining that I'm too tired. Uh, Greg is going to play Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm sure he's already got a raid booked for the evening. It's Pride Weekend. (laughs) If anything, I'm taking y'all out to the bars at (laughs) 10 when it starts getting hopping. Nope. No. Get Will out on the market. Speaking of being on the market, let's start off with our first bit of Pokemon news, which is off ScreenRant.com. A Pokemon version of Classic Labyrinth board game coming this year. 25th anniversary saved. Ravensburg is releasing a Pokemon edition of the Classic Labyrinth board game where players uh, need to collect the most Pokemon to win. I'm sure Greg has played Labyrinth. I don't know what that is. Yes. I've never even heard of it you know labyrinth labyrinth is like the behind the monopoly boxes at target not to be confused with the david bowie movie what does it look like oh that game have you played this game greg like when i was a child yeah that's (laughs) (laughs) it's like the they were sold out of Monopoly, so we got you Labyrinth. <laughs> well, they've already got a, They've already done a Monopoly, haven't they? They have. They have. Pretty sure I have yeah. it. I also have Master Trainer, and I beat a ten-year-old for it, and I'm quite proud of that. Uh, Labyrinth will be getting a Pokemon makeover later this year with Generation One favorite Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, as well as some newer, newer Pocket monsters. Of course, Screen Rant has no clue what they're talking about. I will explain them to you. <laughs> they are Square Bunny, Sobble, and Grookey. <laughs> Those are newer. Those are newer. They are they the newest. are the newest. Uh, Labyrinth is a two to four player board game. Winner being the one who catches the most Pokemon. Ravensburg, the board game maker, promises quote magical and addictive family fun. Ye- so we're getting this and we're playing it, right? Yeah, sure. I no. mean, no. I think stream exclusive. The stack and pile of unopened board games that I have waiting to be played. There's there's just no room for this in our timeline. <laughs> I don't I think I have Pokemon Monopoly somewhere. I think I bought that and then put it in a closet. I'm my ancient sure my Mew closet, basement. sorry. <laughs> yeah, your ancient Mew closet. Ancient Mew closet next so I have I definitely have my master trainer game. I definitely have Pokemon Monopoly around here somewhere. I have Pokemon Junior Emergency, the fake role-playing game somewhere. Yeah, I got that. We got to play that. Yeah, we got to play that on stream. Will Anderson does not play role-playing games. I know. (laughs) You're not invited, Will. Okay. (laughs) We're getting your replacement. (laughs) I was talking to uh, Irene about Unite, because Unite got a release date. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, are you, Will, and Greg are going to team up, right? You need two more people. And I was like, I don't think Will does competitive stuff. (laughs) I don't think that's (laughs) happening. I mean, I might play Unite once. Yeah. To say I did it. <laughs> You'll get addicted. You'll be like, I mean, that's the real issue is how Will is not addicted to Cafe Mix, but addicted to Gardenscapes and the other one. I am not. Okay. No. And that's not right. The but, other one. 
Oh. <laughs> was it like House Hunters or whatever? The one where you're like building uh, a house? That's, no, that's Greg. No, um, I'm not think, house. I'm Project You're Run- thinking Homescape. You're thinking Homescape. Don't play I'm Homescapes. Project Makeover. <laughs> but a literal conversation <laughs> I had with my supervisor today, I said, boy, this has been a tough day because I keep getting these little requests that take like half an hour to research and they have to have an immediate result. And it's just like, it keeps interrupting me and I don't have time for deep thought. And he said, well, you could always work in your free time. And I said, what free time? If I'm not working, I'm at the gym. And if I'm not at the gym, I'm recording something. And if I'm not recording something, I'm asleep. (laughs) <laughs> you know, what, what free time is there left? There is no free time. So yes, when, when am I getting this Pokemon Unite time I in? I can tell you. This was announced this morning. Today, the well, this morning as in Thursday, the day we're recording this. Yes. Uh, Pokemon announces Nintendo Switch launch date for Pokemon Unite. Today, the Pokemon Company International and Timmy, Timei, I think it's Timei, uh, Studio Group announced Pokemon Unite to release on July 21st for the Nintendo Switch systems. Of course, there's no time and date. We don't know if that's midnight. We don't know if that's 10 a.m. We don't know if that's worldwide. That's a Wednesday, too. It's so. a Wednesday. To celebrate players who log into the Nintendo Switch... I don't know why I say Nintendo... Nintendo! <laughs> the Nintendo Switch version of Pokemon Unite by August 31st, they will receive a Unite license for Zera Aura. Uh, which will allow Ooh, players yeah. to use this Pokemon in battle. Zeraora can close the distance between itself and its opponents in a blink of an eye, just like lightning, and deal ma- ma- massive, ma- ma- massive amounts of damage <laughs> all at once. Its Unite move, Plasma Gale, sends out a powerful electric electric blast that will create a zone of plasma around the area where the blast hits. Pokemon Unite is the first Pokemon strategic team battle game where players will face off in five-on-five team battles. During these battles, players will cooperate with their teammates to defend wild Pokemon and level up their own Pokemon. They will need to defeat their opponent's Pokemon while trying to earn more points than the opposing team within the allotted time. Pokemon Unite will be free to start with optional in-game purchases, and Unite will become available in September of 2021 on mobile devices, Mm -hmm. and it will include language support across both mobile and Nintendo Switch for French, Italian, Spanish, Hola, and German, Guten Tag. For more information, uh... <laughs> uh, bonjour for French. Bonjour. Just if we're going down this rabbit Wait, what's, hole. Uh, what's hello in Italian? Uh, I mean, usually just give him a ciao. Yeah. The ciao. Old... ciao. Why does that say... Why is Japanese not listed here? It's not available in Japanese. Yeah. Maybe... They didn't tell Japan. Buongiorno. Well, this is, this yeah. is... You, want, you T- want a good day? This is TPCI press release, so that's probably... The Pokemon company probably has their own press release for Japan. To receive the Unite license for Zeraora after the end of this promotional campaign, players will need to complete a special mission scheduled to be implemented at a future date. That's mm. what it says for um, the Zeraora stuff. So yeah, they so already... the special mission will be you have to do enough things that it's eventually it's going to cost you money <laughs> to get them done yep. in time. So yeah, they have to. Uh, they announced a new character. They announced a release date. Uh, I who are we taking bets on the, this game being broken on Wednesday? Right, like yes, broken as like in the like servers? <laughs> the servers yeah. will be broken. Yeah, the server the mm. servers will be boinked. They'll do we know bonked. who's who, who's hosting them? Did they we we don't know. I would assume it's whatever time I host their other 
Games so on. I will I will tell you if they're hosting with Microsoft, one hundred percent there will be problems. If they're hosting with Amazon, it'll be smooth as silk. No. Well, if they're a Chinese There's, company, are, are they providers. using? The... Yes, everybody uses AWS or Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, there's no others. There's no like ten cent. Nope. Dedicated server out there. Uh, maybe they're using Google Compute, but that's a real like. If they're a Chinese company, Ch- doubtful. Yeah, they're not. They're... <laughs> <laughs> Last time I checked, China does not like Google. No. You know the the. There's not much to really say here. Uh, they just they have a brand new trailer. The trailer was very Zero Aura focused. They've been tweeting pretty much every day. The like official Pokemon Unite Twitter account has been tweeting like little. 45 second clips of characters so you can kind of see them in action. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I, di- I did want to bring up, and I, th- I think we touched on it before, but like the amount of positivity around this game is so high. People are, are so excited for this. And it was like, you would have thought that the Pokemon company was ending and, and that everything blew up. And we're writing off Pokemon. Like, if you saw how mad people were a year ago compared to now, like, everyone seems hyped for this game. And it looks good. It looks really fun. I mean, it's been enough time that the people who just complain about everything got tired and went away. And there's only people who are excited about the game who are paying attention to the news. But some people have had hands-on experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could have uh, switched your Switch to the Japanese region and download the Mm -hmm. open beta. And I think most people really, most people that did that, I think, ended up enjoying it. I didn't really hear anyone walk away. I've heard people say, like, oh, I've played MOBAs. MOBAs aren't for me. Totally fair. Uh, And I've seen people who played it and they were like, wow, I really liked it. I can't wait until I can read it in English (laughs) (laughs) until I know what's happening. But yeah, people seem really, really positive. I think the only maybe outstanding negative thing that you that no one can control is, you know, Tencent has their hands in this. and People don't mm-hmm. like Tencent. Mm-hmm. I think it's ironic when people complain on Discord or Reddit about Tencent when Tencent has huge investments in both Reddit and Discord. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not here to defend. I'm not defending Tencent. I'm just saying you like... Just did. No, I'm not, I'm just saying it's ironic <laughs> if you complain about Tencent on Reddit about Tencent being like I'm not going to play Unite cuz Tencent but it's like you're using Reddit like they they well, put a huge investment into Reddit like 2 years ago. What what you're arguing is that people are uh inconsistent and ill-informed. Correct, which is a known issue. <laughs> yeah, but no one, no one likes Tencent. No one likes Amazon. <laughs> Nobody likes Amazon, no one likes Tencent, no, no one likes, likes Microsoft. Google. Nobody I don't likes know. Amazon just had a change in leadership. We're reevaluating our relationship with that company. They they also had a huge change in their corporate philosophy. They need to drop their horrible commercials from Google before I even consider joining in. If I have to watch one more YouTube where a person's telling me that their pay is awesome, <laughs> I'm out. Oh, look, Papa John's had very mediocre pizza and then we couldn't eat at Papa John's anymore because that guy was out of control. And then they kicked Papa John's off the team. And then you went back to Papa John's because you were like, he's out. Papa John's is good again. And then you (laughs) ate their pizza (laughs) and you're like, nah, never mind. (laughs) Went back to Papa John's. It's like saying I went back to Little Caesars. Oh, no, oh. you always going back to Little Caesars. You never Caesars. go back little to Little Caesars. Caesars. Little Caesars, you get exactly what you're paying no, for. No, this is a $5, $5 had... 
pizza that is bad. Oh, it's Look, so good. I it's cannot not listen bad. to you talk about <laughs> you, you hot box liker. Oh, hot pizza, pizza. Hot boxes so good. Oh, you people are terrible. Have you had a Little Caesars deep dish? Because it's genuinely good. I, I, every, <laughs> you have to qualify it to a very no. specific product to no. be genuinely every, good. Every Little Caesars I have ever had has been absolutely wonderful and delicious. I will caveat that the only time I have Little Caesars <laughs> is typically when I've been driving for six hours straight and haven't eaten anything during that entire time. But it's still fantastic. Hunger is the best spice. True. I heard that at a convention. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. What about their breadsticks? Their breadsticks are mm. look. Oh, you're, look you, you're the breadsticks, dude. As I since okay, you fall in the same category as my husband. I tell my husband he is no longer allowed to comment on spicy things because his taste buds have been ruined by spice. You are no longer allowed to talk about bread things because all you eat is bread. You no longer can differentiate bread. You've eaten too much bread. Mm. I love bread. We gotta get we gotta get Steve into uh into an Ethiopian restaurant that will oh. destroy his love of bread right there. Here's right the question. There, here's the question. The here's the question. Yes, here's the answer. Here's the answer. Unites Unites dropping on uh Wednesday. Yep. Are we putting money into it? No. No. Oh. Okay, rewind. Beep, beep, back it up, beep, 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 back it up. Okay, when Pokemon, Pokemon Go came out five years ago, happy five-year anniversary, Go Fest was incredible. Boy, that makeup day seems great. Wow, I couldn't believe that was so, I caught the. I caught the the thing I wanted. And, oh, the, ugh, wow. When Pokemon Go came out, what was what was your thought process of the money there? Do you remember? Because I remember. I remember the like when it came out, the hype was high. There wasn't. <laughs> there's a lot of things to buy in the store now, but there, you know, there wasn't a lot initially. There was some clothes. There mm-hmm. was storage. There was mm-hmm. bag space. Um, there was Pokeballs, of course. But did you guys drop money right away on that? No, over my dead body was how I <laughs> yeah. approached all mobile spending. <laughs> over my dead body, and I have literally. N- white knuckled paid for the things that I paid for in Go. I think the only thing like that I first ever paid for in Go, and I will remind you, not Emmett, just in Go, uh, that I wouldn't even pick a team Correct. in Pokemon <laughs> Correct. Go, all right? Until I was absolutely forced to. Yes, I remember this. I did not buy anything Mm-mm. in Pokemon Go until Niantic sent me a... Apology credit. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that I then used to buy extra storage space. I'm dying on this hill. That first Go Fest was one incredible. Two, we all walked away with a hundred dollars of in-game currency. Which you could also give the other half of that statement in that we got free passes, and we still got the hundred dollar credit as an apology. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, I, I put. A, I did the I think I think the first week of Pokemon Go I put twenty dollars in because I wanted to like buy some clothes. I wanted to, you know, report on it properly. Cause we did like we did like six or seven mm-hmm. episodes mm-hmm. of Go when it came out. And then I think I ended up before liking it. Before my time. Yeah, before before Greg was on. And then I think I ended up liking it so much that first week, then I did the hundred dollar purchase. And I think that's all I spent like almost all the way to the like go fest which was like a year later 
Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I did the 100 was because I did the math of, like, max poke storage, max bag space was already, like, what, $60 if you wanted to max the two of those or something like that. So I don't know what the currency situation... I have no clue how much a costume costs in Unite. I don't think they revealed that yet. Mm-mm. But we know they're going to launch with the three costume sets, the the beach dad Pirates. garchomp the like yep. newsboy talonflame and whatever the other the pirate is it pirate i think oh, pirate oh, scar bunny they've got my money i'm buying the talonflame outfit <laughs> yeah not i'm not super into pirates but i think i do want to and we don't even know what they're charging for like character customization because the character customization looks really good in the game but i don't mind like, i've never had a problem buying like cosme- cosmetics and stuff especially for a game that's free and especially if I'm sinking time into it, I've never had a problem with that. I'm just very curious what the you like in Apex. I I never have purchased a character with real money because I played so much Apex that I had the currency to just unlock the characters, which I'm assuming Unite will have. You either pay yeah. it up front or you just grind it out for a week and then you unlock it. I'd I'd wager to bet like Cramorant's probably going to be either pay or grind out the currency. Um, I'm just gonna because I'm gonna assume all the characters they showed are just not all free, and Cramorant mm. is an expert character, not like an easy or a beginner character. So I'm assuming that yeah. Cramorant's locked. But who knows? Uh, I don't. I don't mind giving like twenty bucks up front if I get a week's worth of enjoyment, and then I decide I don't like the game. I've I've spent money on worse things. Everything <laughs> behind me proves that. I don't know. I I don't like don't like I don't like the free to play model, and I I mm. I need to be like really invested. Like cosmetics, World of Warcraft killed my buy <laughs> cosmetic things because uh, it just it all became like when I left the game. I'm like, well, nobody really cared what I looked like except for me. Yeah, and I was just spending money on me for no good reason. So why am I doing this? Uh, I mean, Unite might be a little different because I'd be playing with other people who m- might want to make sure that I'm the right Alolan Ninetales and not somebody else's, but I'd, it, they w- it has to be very, 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 very good for me to think, oh, I'm going to put money into this. Mm. So when I look I at I think the- it's going to go... I was, I was going to say, I think it's going to go one of two ways for me. Either I'm going to hate it, and walk away and not play it. Sure. Or me, Trevor, Chase, Marshall, and Chris are going to have a team. I'm going to buy the battle pass. I'm going to be all in. Every Friday night's going to be Unite Night, and we're just going to grind. You see how he cut us out of that I, immediately? I, I, did, I did see that. Oh, I want good players. Oh, Excuse my. me? Okay, Greg, which MOBA do you play weekly? Unite. I mean, currently. <laughs> None. <laughs> Exactly. And Steve? I qualified for Players Cup 2. That's not a MOBA. <laughs> you don't know that this MOBA will be like any of the others. I doesn't matter. It's the fundamental concepts that my boys have the fundamental concepts down. This is just an adaptation to what they already know. This is, this is the new like, story. You don't even know who the jungler is. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know, what, know the who the jungler is. is. Exactly. Uh, All right, so Steve and I are going to form our our other team, and then it's going to be the underdog story. When we crush Will's dreams and hopes, finally, it'll be the greatest moment of my life. The sure. Good luck. I've got a documentary you can watch. It's a Dota documentary, but called 
How I, I crushed Whitney. The name of it, but it's about the guy and his, <laughs> his teammate dumped him and went for another team, and he came back around and won the world championships. Congrats. I have yeah. given Niantic this feedback. Mm. I think that myself and maybe a vast amount of other players <laughs> would probably buy more cosmetics in Pokemon Go if the characters didn't look so bad. Mm-hmm. And mm. In at least in the 45 second one minute trailer or whatever they showed today, the character's customization in Unite looks awesome. It looks mm-hmm. like the characters have like depth. It doesn't look like the clothes are, are PNGs. <laughs> it doesn't look like the clothes are clipping through each other. And I, and I hope that Uni- uh, Niantic, I, I mean, there's other things Niantic probably should fix. Like, I, I, I know there would probably be players very happy if. The character customization in Go was like better, but there are probably other things they should fix first. We all know your number one feedback to Niantic was people would buy more customizations for the characters if they could wear socks. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, we're still we're five <laughs> years out. Zero socks. <laughs> Zero socks. Zero socks for the men. I have such a hard time buying cosmetics because I barely look at other players like. The amount of time that I interact mm. with that opening gift screen is a half a second. <laughs> I like looking at other players. I like how my character looks and stuff. Like I tend to notice stuff, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like the owl in uh, in Monster Hunter. Like you can buy outfits for your owl in Monster. Nobody else is ever going to see your <laughs> owl. Yeah, but I have Only that cool robot owl, and I pe- I spent like a dollar on it. Good. You know what? That's a dollar that you don't have for a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's true. When the, when our when we come back uh, the following week, we will have our impressions on Unite. So that'll be exciting. True. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we have just a couple more news articles, and we'll do our Pokemon of the week and our question of the week, and we will uh, wrap up the show. So we will be right back. Will do you use the internet? I do use the internet quite frequently, actually. I was one of the first people to use the internet, probably before both of either of you. Are there things on said internet that you don't want other people to know about? There's quite a bit on the internet that I'd rather people didn't... Not necessarily (laughs) that I don't want other people to know about, but I don't want other people to know that I know. Oh, I see. You know. You see. Plausible deniability is something, a phrase we used to use in the 80s there. I don't want people knowing I'm spending hundreds of dollars on Pokemon plushes. True. Especially my wife. Especially, <laughs> especially your wife. Especially my wife. <laughs> Although she kind of finds out when they arrive. But yeah. what I can do is I can use ExpressVPN, and then she doesn't know that I know that she doesn't know where I'm located when I'm buying said plushes. Is your wife sniffing your home internet traffic? <laughs> Did you know uh, she should it, be? <laughs> you know you can also use ExpressVPN to log in to other places and then use it to watch other shows. Maybe you want to yes. watch like the Studio Ghibli films, uh, or maybe you want to watch some Japanese Netflix. Maybe you want to yes. watch some UK Doctor Who. Is that like an oxymoron? Isn't it always a UK? Well, Doctor Who? <laughs> the issue is no. that Doctor Who is not available on Netflix in the United States. But if you set your ExpressVPN to say, hey, you're in London, 
all of a sudden it says, well, then I'll show you UK Netflix wherein yeah. Doctor yeah. Who is yeah. available. Yeah, so I can watch all my Doctor Who classics. Mm-mm. Fourth Doctor, Best Doctor. Fifth Doctor, Best Doctor. Fourth Doctor, Best Doctor. Get out Fifth of here with your celery stalk nonsense beige doctor. jacket. Nobody loves you. Get out. Goodbye. Get out with your Look, long this scarf. Is this is a and- positive commercial. <laughs> Everybody can watch the Doctor Who that they enjoy. Enjoy. Fifth Doctor, Best Doctor. If you want to watch that Doctor Who, you can stream it in HD, no buffering, no lagging. This is true. You can do it on your phone, your laptop, your your video game consoles, your smart TVs, and it also encrypts your data so you can watch your Doctor Who or whatever show you want safely, anonymously, and with the <laughs> giant plush meowth that you spent way too much money on sitting next to you on the couch. Yes. Mm. So yes. I have I have two things. For our either educated or uneducated listeners, it depends on how well I'm good at explaining this. Number one, your internet service provider, your CenturyLink, your, I don't know, Verizon Fios, your Xfinity, guess what? They're paying attention to what you're looking at when you go on the internet. The only way to avoid them paying attention to what you're looking at is to use a VPN. Now, here's the other thing. If you're using a VPN that's not ExpressVPN, and guess what? I I actually started using ExpressVPN before we got them as an advertiser on this program, so that's my personal endorsement right there. Other VPN service providers may be watching what you're looking at. They're like, ha-ha, your internet service provider can't see it, but we can, and <laughs> we're going to take advantage of that. ExpressVPN doesn't do that. They actually get audited and... The minute your traffic passes through their VPN servers, it's gone. They have no way of recovering or finding out anything that you're looking at. So that's my number one point, and I I value that quite a bit. The second thing, which was more important to me, and the reason why I actually got my own personal ExpressVPN subscription, was a few months ago, I was sitting in my very own home. And folks, the job, the profession, of cybersecurity engineer, very lucrative, becoming very popular among America and the world's young folks. Guess what those folks do? They come into your home, they say they're your friends, then they're sitting on your couch, you're watching, I don't know, some movie Friday or The Hangover, and they're like, hey, Will, look, I can see all the devices that are on your home network and what internet sites that they're accessing because I'm a cybersecurity engineer and I'm real top notch. (laughs) Well, guess what you do right then? You sign up for ExpressVPN. So when you go to their house to watch How I Met Your Mother, you know they're looking and watching everything that your phone is doing without you even thinking of it when you're on their internet and they can't see it anymore. Mm. And that's why, wasn't it Robert Frost who said, uh, walls make for good neighbors. Personal VPNs on your phones and tablets make for good friendships. <laughs> <laughs> and if your you... friends are not going to find out what you're browsing on their home internet when you're visiting them. And if you want to take advantage of what was it? Friends Not Walls <laughs> Express VPN.com slash PKMNCAST to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free expressvpn.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t and we are back from our break you guys like pikachu 
Mm. Uh, actually, of all the and Pokemon, not in my uh, top 50%. No, it's not my top 10. <laughs> I do like when Pikachu goes, uh, he got you. Like that. <laughs> I like that. I like ketchup and Pikachu oh, ketchup, together. Pikachu. Ketchup, That's the Pikachu only Pikachu I'm into. Uh, this was off Pokemon.com. This is an older press release. I think we covered it before, but we finally got to see some of the cards this week um, posted across social media. But the Pokemon Celebrations collection is coming out later this year. Ah. Celebrations collection will showcase beloved characters from the Pokemon franchise, as well as popular card artwork and gameplay mechanics spanning the history of the Pokemon trading card game. Uh, Celebrations will come with four uniquely designed cards with all foil treatment with the each Celebrations would come with four uniquely designed cards with the 25th anniversary logo. We'll feature characters from all over the regions of the Pokemon universe, from Pikachu to Zamazenta, from Professor Oak to other familiar faces. <laughs> <laughs> to that other To that other professor. One. Celebrations will introduce a special subset of 25 cards that are close to re uh close remakes of iconic cards from the Pokemon TCG, including base at Charizard, Umbreon Star, and Tapu Lele GX. A lot of different sets coming out, so there will be a Celebrations Collection Dragapult Prime, which will be October 8th. There'll be Celebrations Collections, Lance's Charizard V and Dark Sylveon V, also October 8th. There will be Celebrations Deluxe Pin Collection on October 8th. There will be the Celebrations Elite Trainer Box on October 8th. There will also be the Celebrations Mini Tins. Those are a scam. On October 8th. <laughs> there will be the Celebration Special Collection Pikachu V Union, which will be October 8th. There will be the Celebrations Premium Figure Collection Pikachu V Max, which we finally saw a picture of. That'll be October 22nd. The Ultra Premium Collection, October 22nd. And then the Celebration Collector's Chest. That's usually the little lunchbox. Um, those are also a scam. Uh, and that just says October. That doesn't actually have a date at all. It just says October. <laughs> so that's everything that's coming. And then Kotaku ran an article here. It says, new Pokemon cards show 25 Pikachu drawn by 25 different artists. And that's the V Union card. So we talked about V Union, I want to say, two or three weeks ago. And we talked about how it kind of seems it's it's just like an updated Legends. Legends, there was two halves. You need, like, top half a Ho-Oh, top bottom half a Ho-Oh. No one, they were kind of competitive, but not really. Like, they, you could make them work, but there were just better decks instead. And these are four cards. And the thought process is like, man, if you're a kid or even adult getting into Pokemon cards and you're like, oh, I just got like Mewtwo's thigh. What am I doing with this? Like, that's not super exciting. But they did say that the V Union cards will come in special sets. So you're not going to like pull Mewtwo's left thigh from a booster pack. You're going to have to buy a specific set to get it. <laughs> you're going to have to buy Mewtwo's left thigh yeah. specifically. <laughs> Off Troll and Toad. So the V Union Pikachu cards are part of this Generations collection, and the four Pika four cards making up twenty five Pikachu's is really really cool. I think it's just like um, it's hard to explain it, but it's just different art styles of Pikachu and like a yeah. There are a lot of different Pikachu, but what is missing is Derpichu. Look in the lower left hand card, right in the center. That's yeah, pretty derpy. We have a very specific derpy chew that I'm looking for <laughs> straight from Japan, and it's not in there. 
Uh, there will also be Flying Pikachu, Surfing Pikachu, and an updated version of the very first Pikachu by the original artist of uh, Mishiri Hiro Arita. Arita. Got there. I think I got there. Andrew, let me know. <laughs> you didn't, oh, man. Mitsuhiro Arita. That's how I said it. I said Arita. You said Mitsurito. Oh, oh, sorry. I was more focused you, on the last name. Transcribe the <laughs> S and the U there. Mitsuhiro. Uh, what were uh, you going to say, Will? Uh, just that it's a little disappointing because I know some people in the Pokemon celebrations were really excited for the, like, oh, they're bringing back this old funky mechanic from, like, the Heart Gold Soul Silver era and stuff like but like the the Dragapult Prime, it literally says on the card not cannot be used in official tournaments. Yeah, that's really disappointing. Yeah, the cool thing about the flying and surfing Pikachu, I mean, the if you for whatever reason, if no one knows the history of like the flying and surfing Pikachu, that was like from the original Pokemon Yellow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, they turned those into like the HMs, which is really cool. But the cool thing about these flying and surfing Pikachus is if you look at the artwork, the boat on the surfing Pikachu and the plane on the flying Pikachu are the same boat and plane in Gigantamax Garboder stuck in his body. Oh. So classic Game Freak copying and pasting. They can't even yep. come up with they a can't new come up boat with a- design. Uh, what, is, gosh. what the heck find the unite haters bring them back time to burn it all down <laughs> burn it mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. it's really really cool it's i i, I like it when a lot when does something become copy paste and when does something become an easter egg <laughs> well when no. it's good it's an easter egg <laughs> oh, okay. when it's bad it's copy, it's copy paste well no in five years when they do a new pokemon game and they'll take the same tree texture and sword and shield and they'll reuse it remember these throwback trees why does that tree look so bad it's an easter egg <laughs> easter. wow i it's remember how egg. bad these looked 10 I years ago how bad these trees look back in my day now they aged like fine wine uh there will be a reissue of the first charizard card as well uh they've yeah great let's ruin the market again Yay. yeah that i'm a little worried <laughs> more. we'll see anyways this set looks really great uh, but we we have until October before it comes out. Yeah, we got a while. Final bit of news is off the Silk Road, their website, not their subreddit. They're, There's a website? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thesilkroad.com. They have figured out, it only took them five years. Science, Greg, science. Science experimentation. So they last week we had Jay Wits with five thousand Twitter participants. This We're week not, we cannot cover your foolishness again. This, Go to actual potential science. This mm-hmm. week we have over six thousand five hundred throws to test this theory. Uh, hypothesis thesis hypothesis thesis, thesis, thesis probably. Okay, I'll just. There's a lot of math here. And we're an audio podcast. We're going to skip past that math. We're going to go right to the results. (laughs) Researchers. I like how they call themselves researchers. Uh, Researchers. (laughs) Like, like that's a title that you get bestowed upon. No, 
Until you get this white lab coat, you shall not call thyself a researcher. They, I, they had to, you know, for all 6,000 throws, I've heard they had to do it in the lab coat in order for them to yeah, be Yeah, they did. Counted. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Researchers- you have to control for every variable. <laughs> Clothing could affect the outcome. Clothing could affect how you throw your premiere <laughs> ball. Make sure the lab coat is on. Get in the lab coat or quit now, fraud. Researchers threw premiere balls at raid bosses and recording everything that is known to affect the catch rate. See back, see thing above. We're skipping that. And whether yeah. the boss was captured or not, missed throws were were also recorded. A final hidden multiplier was left as a free parameter, and we optimized it as optimized its value such as the expected catches from the formula equal the number of catches our researchers actually reported. A hidden multiplier value of 1 would indicate that the catch rate formula is accurately predicting the catch results, while a value greater than 1 would indicate that the encounters are easier to catch than the formula predicts. We split the data into a first ball thrown, second ball thrown, third ball thrown, etc., and found that it best fit the multiplier for each subset. Optimized multiplier values with a 95% confidence interval, and they are shown below. So with that being said, they're the hidden multiplier. Okay, so I'll explain this for audio people. There's, You know how there's a, tr- a graph, like imagine stocks. I like how he says, I'll explain that for the audio people, and then he starts using his hands. <laughs> yeah. uh, good job. So there's an X and Y axis. Okay. And then Zygarde shows up. No, okay. this, these are actual terms. There's a chart term. There's an X and Y axis. So there's a hidden multiplier of one, two, three. And then there's number of throws, your first ball, your second ball, your third ball. And one, two, three is on the X axis. One through 10 is on the Y axis. Okay, I'll accept. I'll and accept. What, it's, what it's pretty much saying is your third, fourth, fifth, and sixth ball have an increased catch rate compared to your first two throws. And then it, for whatever reason, dips down, so your seventh ball is less effective than the fifth and sixth. But then it jumps back up on your eighth ball, so your eighth ball will be likely more successful than your seventh ball. And then it jumps way up for the ninth ball, where the ninth ball thrown seems to be your best catch rate ever. And then it dips back down at your tenth ball. And people speculated this for a long time, because at least I've noticed this, although this could be uh, specious reasoning, but I've always noticed that I caught a lot of legendary Pokemon on my last ball. I think almost every single one of my Mewtwo's I either caught, like, I, I, I remember catching all, almost all of them in the very last ball, but that would line up with this 6,500 tests that they did. There is something to say that the more balls that are thrown, the higher chance you have to catch well it's a it's a curve there is a defined curve of success rate depending on which ball number you are tossing which does not explain why i have never caught any legendary ever (laughs) (laughs) no matter how many balls i threw at it there were 36 different people who helped research this uh but 14 of them really provided the most data and then, I miss us. Where's the control group? <laughs> so, I mean, so basically what they're saying is your 
more likely to catch the raid boss on the tenth encounter, ninth, the tenth ninth, throw, ninth, ninth ball, the first. ninth ball. But that's what the, they say in their own thing. In bold, you are more likely to catch the raid boss on the tenth throw of the encounter than the first. That's not the stats that Steve just read to us. I know. So, like, they have it on the ninth, but the thing says the tenth. No, you are a lot more likely to catch it on the tenth throw compared to the first throw. Oh, okay, but still, ninth is your best of them all. Yes, ninth is your highest chance. Right, and but what they, so they, they now- also suggest, like, I don't know. I shouldn't say this, although I'm going to say it. I don't know who only has, like, three golden raspberries in their bag, (laughs) but this is coming from somebody who has, like, 200. Same. But I I suppose if you only had, like, three golden raspberries, you would ideally want to save it for the last, like, if you only have three and you have 10 balls, then you're better off saving your golden ras for eight, nine, and 10 than using them on one, two, three. Um, That's actually the probably the good information for people who... uh, you know, don't have a lot of resources compared right. to, you know, me. I'm just going to use a golden raspberry every time. No, so, you got to alternate between nana bees and golden raspberries. Yeah. So so settle the them question. down and then. There you go. Previously, we were very limited in the amount of balls that you would get. And now it's I think it's not that uncommon that I end up with like 16 to 18 chances do we think this continues at this relative rate past the 10th, or do we think they just say at the 10th it's the same or it goes down? Like, they don't touch on now that we get a lot more throws because of time bonuses and other bonuses. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have to redo the study. Well, I mean, we need another research institution to replicate the study. Yeah. To make we sure need somebody that else to replicate the study. We need, we need competition to the Silk Road. Is that what you're saying? It's yeah. not competition. <laughs> it's but not we competition. Need, it's verification. The research needs to be replicable to be valid. And we Correct. need a non-affiliated party to take on the research task. I Correct. nominate what's somebody we don't like. Nine out of <laughs> ten dentists agree. It's easier to catch. Nine oh. out of ten dentists agree. I think we talked about this either, but I think it's 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 been pretty solidified also by the Sulphur Road that I, I know like two years ago or maybe three years ago, we talked about how like the shiny rate in Pogo is like one in 450 or around there. Um, I, the Sulphur Road has kind of moved it to it's just mm-hmm. one in 512, uh, which makes sense because that's literally <laughs> like one of the main numbers they have used in the main series game all the time. But they they are more confident now that it's not one in four fifty that it's actually one in five twelve, which is the same as Masuda, with Shining Yeah, Tom, which mm-hmm. my uh, makes sense. Keep them all the same, line them all up. Well, it also is in line with uh, how memory is numbered in computers, right? Like one gigabyte is one thousand twenty four. It's not one thousand. So 512 is half of 1,024. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, fun to talk about. They are 95% sure. I think when they released the like 1 in 450, I think they were I think they were only 90% sure on that number. But now they are like closer to, yeah, it just seems like it's 1 in 512 for Shiny. More research is required. Yeah. Replicate the study. Don't worry. Replicate I'm sure study. we'll find out. Science that, is always changing. I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll find out in... Five more years that it's <laughs> only taking <laughs> five years changed. to get to this point. We need a double blind research study. Yeah. Replicable, etc. Pokemon of the week. 
No, question of the week. No oh, question sorry. of the week. Question of... Oh, <laughs> also, Bobby sent in the uh, Silk Road research. Al sent in the Unite stuff. Although, come on, Al. Were we going to miss the Unite stuff? Come on. Amateur hour over here. Uh, question of the week. Come on, Al. <laughs> question of the week. Question of the week. What is our question? This is uh, from Catherine. What non-grass-type Pokemon would make a good Chia pet? Okay, so this is saying all grass types are off. Can I sidetrack you real quick, Greg? Yeah. The gays love the Chia pets, right? What? What? <laughs> Get out of here. What is that hideous stereotype? Strip that him you have of his allyship. Your... Strip him of everything. What is where does that come from? I don't know. I feel like you seem like a chia pet guy to me. I'm Greg stere- has zero <laughs> chia pets. I'm stereotyping Greg oh, he's real left hard the room. Enough. He's left the room. Wow. You think Brent has a chia pet? No. Brent is like me. How dare you? <laughs> And the answer is Cyndaquil. Oh, that's a good Cyndaquil one. Cyndaquil would make a good, well, chia be a good I was going to say, we also have to not include Bonsly or Sudowoodo. Because that's kind of. No, like I think those count because they're rocks. So, yeah, they, they would count as good ones. Yeah, they would count. Well, you've mm. never had a Chia pet? Heck no. I hate no. plants. I've <laughs> <laughs> never okay. had a Chia pet in my life. Do you, know, do you know our friend, Steven, who just adores plants mm-hmm. especially house plants but loves plants yes right you've met him yeah i'm sure you've met him he's i send him pictures of the glorious lilies hydrangeas whatever that purple crap is that's growing outside <laughs> in the front of my new house and i say steven how do i kill this i don't want this in front of my house i hate plants no, yeah, I've I, never had a chia pet. I kind of want to be a plant person, but I can't even take care of my front lawn. More or you less, like hate yeah. dirt. You are like the yeah. most like you 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 couldn't handle because the, the plants bring you two gifts in life: dirt <laughs> in your house and homes for insects. Yeah, in your house. See, yeah. I went to I, Nick, uh, who does all the music for the show. Good friend, very talented. He. I went to his uh, very nice place in Boston before the pandemic. And, and there's it, wonderful crochet work by his wife all over. Crochet work yes. endorsed. Does and not bring you, dirt. W- does not bring bugs. When you walk into his apartment or, sorry, his well, duplex, whatever, his home, you're like, wow, I just stepped back in the 80s because they're very, like, like, he doesn't even have a TV. Uh, very retro. He has a TV because he's got an Atari 2600 sitting right in his front living Nick, room. Nick and his significant other, very retro. And you're like, how did I get here? <laughs> but what life which, which actually is here. the song that's playing by the Talking Heads. Yeah. <laughs> but their dining room had all these plants like hanging and draped off near the window, and it looked very nice. And I was like, I want that. That looks like I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. plants bring the living room together. It's like a good throw. They rug. do. Oh. But then I gotta so think out. about like oh, I gotta take care of these, and I'm just yeah. not committed to that. My yes. husband has become a plant person. Oh, I was wrong. I was, I was like, Brent yeah, when you is walked like away, I was like, I wonder if Brent ever had a chia pet. No, Brent has never had a chia pet, but he did buy me a lemon tree. Oh, that's right. He did a picture where it was yeah. like a bunch of his little d- micro plants. Like a yeah. real tree? Like in The Simpsons? Yeah. yeah. 
or like in life. <laughs> no, no. Tre- <laughs> trees, trees. I am okay, and and I will actually to counteract my earlier screed against plants. I want because I very rarely do personal endorsements on this program. I want our listening community to know that if you have a yard and you want either shrubbery or trees to put in your yard and like, I don't know what to get. I don't want to spend a lot of money. The National Arbor Day Foundation will sell you extremely inexpensive trees and shrubs that are native to where you live in the country. Mm. And you Mm. will be doing a good thing for the world and the environment by reforesting and reshrubberizing your (laughs) community. should get them on the podcast. We should. Uh, I, so because you know, pick... you know, Arbor Day is the only holiday that I number one enjoy, number two celebrate. Yeah, true. So, what were your what were your chia pet picks? Uh, I got so deep on my. Uh, <laughs> we, we said Cyndaquil. <laughs> we said Bonsly. Uh, I took Cyndaquil. I would say Alolan Geodude, or um, uh, uh, the, the line, Gio the line, because they yeah, got yeah. the hair mm. and the mustache. They and got the, the hair. Probopass, oh, probopass, yeah, yeah. yeah. nose pass. You could like, do uh, Alolan Diglett. Ooh, oh, that would be good. That trio. Would be great. Yeah, that would be yeah. really good. I don't think what else. Good answer. You could do I'm the, like. Um... At, I'm still mad at you for that. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> you know what that is? That is ageism. That is ageism. I don't know. I've never been to your house, Greg. I don't know if you behind that door you secretly have like a hallway <laughs> full of plants. Look at my room. I always wonder when he there goes through that door, it looks kind room. of like a closet. I'm like, why is Greg going back in the closet? What's, what's over oh, there? Oh, I mean, the closet's right. That That's the, the closet. closet. The other door I also not. didn't know that Greg That's... played the keyboard. That's new. How do you feel about uh, like fake piano. plants? No. W- what's the point? They're not, they are not doing anything for you. Because you, you, you want the green in the room. But you don't no, want the actually, work of watering. I don't it. want the green in the room. No, plastic needs to be dusted, and I Correct. already hate uh, that's dusting. That's true. That's true. That's true. And all of a sudden, you've got a little family of spiders who said, "Why well, this is just the perfect <laughs> place for us <laughs> to set up shop." Yeah, that I was the biggest this. turnoff for for me. Was like, oh, this like if you overwater, you're gonna get a bunch of gnats, and like, and then you gotta. Yeah, yeah, you get, uh-uh. There's a real fussy. cute. Plant shop though in Milwaukee down in the third ward. It's called Mod Gen, and I love going in. And I'm like, wow, these all these look cool. This would look <laughs> cute in my. Nope, nope. I know they're gonna. There, I, I'm gonna mess it up. Mm-hmm. There is on Minnehaha Avenue here in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a store that exclusively sells cacti, oh, and it yeah. is a fantastic, wonderful place to visit. Do not bring cacti into your home. They're evil. Mm. They they're See, out to kill you. But then I've but always Steve, like. I will tell you, you number Oddish plant. I will give thingy. you more reasons why you don't want plants. And then it looks number like Oddish. One, your cat is going to eat the plant and get sick. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You do. I have to keep my number have two. To keep my animals your away cat from the is going to say, "I wonder what would happen if I knock this Oddish planter over and spew dirt right across that throw rug that brought too. your room so perfectly together." I do have which you can't see because doesn't, but that is a Bulbasaur planter. Right I got there. the reason I pulled this question. I almost forgot. I so the Pokemon Center released their plant thing, their gardening set. Yes, and I, I post on TikTok and I post on Instagram if you want to see it. It is huge. 
It is like two Funko Pops tall. This is how we're this is how we're scaling things now. It is Wait, the planters are? The well, it's not it's just a thing you put next to your plants. How well, many no, cats there's some is it? that are planters and yeah, there's, there's some, some that, that were none just of these, none of these you put dirt in. They're decorations for your plants. Oh, they're gardens. Yeah, they're garden plants. I yeah. don't know if I don't trust putting it outside cuz I know some people like decorate their outside garden and then like I think I think the rain, if you had a strong enough rain, I feel like the paint would come off. It's not the rain, it's no. the teenagers. Yeah. The teenagers they are, are designed to withstand being outside in the weather. I don't know if these are designed to withstand. They are. They are. I'll order another one. Put them one. outside. I'll put one outside. I'll put it in view of my security <laughs> camera so when a kid comes and smashes it, <laughs> at, least, at least I got the I footage. mean, you have to have it in your backyard, in your fenced backyard, in your, in your zen garden. Mm. Ooh. But, but I got the, mar- the miraculous one. Because oh, it, it was very, you know, they don't they don't do my boy justice. They don't do enough love to Maractus. I ordered the Maractus one. It arrived. Very I it's the same people. It's in the same box in the same styrofoam as the other resin stuff. Mm. But I would say the quality is better because it's bigger and they they don't like miss with the paint. So it Why looks didn't you better. get a planter one? None of them are planters. None of them. One you... of them. No, 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 no. The... They have yeah, yeah, once yeah. because I saw somebody comment. Yes, the, like, like, yes, the Bulbasaur is a planter. Oh or wait, something. Yeah. really? I looked yes, at the Bulbasaur and I was like, oh, you can't put dirt in it. You just put it next to a plant. But I don't want to buy that because no. then I got to put dirt in it. Oh, like the Charmander and the Pikachu. They, oh, those God, the, went... they've got big I... holes. Do, but do they have a hole on the inside? Like, do you actually put? Oh, that is a plant. Oh. I didn't realize that. Oh, maybe I will. That is really cute. Statue well, features a small a... pot that can hold the plant of your choice, plants not included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, when I was looking at the pictures, I just thought it was like kind of fake. <laughs> <laughs> because like, look, it's got other, a little succulent them, in it. Some of them you just can't even put pl- like the, the one I got. The Maractus is just a Maractus. There's no place to put yes. plant. Some of them are for being put next to your plants. Some of them, like the Oddish, you don't, there's no room for a plant in there. Man, I am looking at this hideous parade fiasco. We can't, don't we look. don't have time don't to look. talk about the it's parade. It's so bad. What's the YouTube question? Do we have one? Yeah, we do. Anyways. The Bulbasaur you... has a pot you could put a plant yeah, in. The Bulbasaur one is sold out. But the Charmander one isn't. Yeah, I would rather get the Squirtle. Uh, no, I would rather get the Pikachu, but I think the Pikachu one is sold out. Pikachu's well, it way sold before, out. Before, now it is. Now it is. Well, the Oddish one is super cute, but they didn't put a plant next to it. Squirtle. Squirtle's got a pot. Yeah, I like Squirtle. Well, Oddish is just a gardening statue. This is Oddish is, is also a statue, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will, I will say, for 25 bucks, I think they're worth it. I, I legit think they're... The Pokemon tag, they're like, if it wasn't Pokemon, it would probably be like 20 bucks, like something you put in your yard, like a gnome or a mushroom or something, but uh, these, are, these are worth it. I have a Java garden. Citizen5101 from YouTube says, uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, we have a question of the week every week. Feel free to like, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, with the release of Monster Hunter Stories 2, there's been a lot of talk about this is what Pokemon is missing, or this is what Sword and Shield should have been. Not necessarily Monster Hunter Stories 2, but what features of gameplay from another series do you think Game Freak should plagiarize in order... I I loved how they worded that. In order to improve Pokemon in future generations. 
Uh, now, I don't know if Greg has played Monster Hunter Stories 2. I know Will plans on it. I don't know if Will has played it yet. I have been playing Monster Hunter Stories That's 2. I so, play it every single day, so buddy. Good. It's so good. I've watched so good. you play it. Although I'm I'm grinding right now, so I'm kind of like I mean, so... off the story. So let's start with Greg. What You watched me play. What are your initial thoughts as a non-Monster Hunter fan? I mean, so it's, it is basically what it seems to be. Is it a fairly live-action... No, it's, ter- it's, it's turn-based. It's 100% turn-based. Okay. Doesn't look all that impressive to me. Like, it was like, okay. I would say, like, specifically Monster Hunter Stories 2, one thing that I really enjoy about, which is probably one of the things I shouldn't enjoy about Monster Hunter as a series altogether, is the randomization of rewards that you get. So that you have to, like, you're driven to continually keep playing because it's like you want to build this one weapon, you want to build this one outfit, but you you never get the drop. And the game eventually figures out which thing you're trying to go for, and then it intentionally makes it harder and less likely to drop. So you got to <laughs> be real sneaky. It's called the desire sensor. Um, So something like that in Pokemon, I don't know how they would implement it, or, like, maybe, like... You, uh, I was like, if you can do some sort of tasks, you get a chance to battle. But we've had that, like battle a random Pokemon and possibly capture uh, a rare Pokemon. But you have to like keep, you know, attempting the same thing. But there was the guy with the mansion and he kept saying he had Pokemon in his backyard and they weren't really there. And his butler would come and put it in his backyard. (laughs) I can't remember if that was like Diamond and Pearl or something. It was Diamond and Pearl. The trophy garden. Yeah, I love that. I love that place. So the thing about Monster Hunter Stories 2, which I think is is what Pokemon is quote-unquote missing, and I guess I'm going to speak from my experience, but I feel like, you know, from me streaming on Twitch and talking to a lot of people and uh, just having constant conversations about, like, what people want in Pokemon or what people don't want, or I would say that the people who watch on Twitch are uh, more hardcore than the people who, you know, they go in a store, they buy the game, they play it, and then they, you know, move on to the next game, right? Because uh, <laughs> they're going the extra length to, well, you know, watch somebody else play. But I think Sword and Shield kind of attempted this, but then in retrospect failed. And I think Monster Hunter Stories does this better. So, and I don't know if it's because I've just played so many Pokemon games, but the general thought process is you start your Pokemon game, you pick your starter, you get to the first route, you catch something... You get to the second route, you catch something, you battle the first gym leader, and then the next route, you catch something. And on these routes, you can opt to be like, well, I want to catch everything before I move on. Um, and you, Or I want to battle everyone before I move on. Or I want to find the, like five hidden items on every route before I move on. Like that, that does exist. But by the time you get to the end of the game, you have six Pokemon. Some are from the earlier route. Some you might have found late game. But... I feel like for most players, they go to the Elite Four with with six to maybe eight Pokemon that are ready for the Elite Four. And then everything else is just like filler that they caught or dex things that they caught and they moved on. And with Mo- and so that doesn't really it doesn't really keep you on a route. Um you just kinda you're there and then you move to the next thing. And that's fine. Like that's in in, in essence, that's not bad. But with stories, and I have to paint the picture for stories, Monster Hunter Stories is a turn-based 
Monster Hunter game. So it's not like the traditional action game. And you be you befriend monsters and you have a party of six and you have monsters from the series that are in essence Pokemon and they have different stats. So a monster could have a rainbow stat would mean it's like really, really rare and that stat's really, really good. Or or the same monster, one could be um, a blue instead of a green and, or it could be a red instead of a green and it's there's just the standard like rock paper scissors with the red blue green so there's a variety of monsters there's a variety of the same monsters but with with stories i spent so much time before the like i'll just say like the second gym like the second boss battle because before the first boss battle, before the second boss battle, I was like, I want to keep finding these eggs and I want to keep hatching these monsters because I want a monster of this with the rainbow gene. And you could you could point to Pokemon and you could be like, oh, well, you could do that with brilliant Pokemon. And that brilliant Pokemon has three perfect IVs, which it does, um, although the game doesn't show you that initially until you beat the game. But that loop itself, the loop of like, I want to hatch these eggs. I know how to get these eggs. When I go into this cave, it's randomized. At the end of the cave, I have a chance for an egg, and I can re-roll that chance, because when you pick up an egg, you can do the little gambling thing of, like, put the egg down and pick up a different egg. And if you push too luck, if you push it too far, a monster will show up and fight you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but that loop of, like, I want to go out, fi find a cave, find a rare cave, because they have, like, gr like, gold caves that are, like, rarer. I want to get an egg, I want to bring it back, I want to hatch it, and then is it better than what I have? And that, like, I have cycled through, like, probably 50-some monsters. And I'm not even at the, like, second gym. And Pokemon doesn't have that, but, but the reason that's good in Monster Hunter is because that loop is so fun. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not really fun to, like, look for a brilliant Pokemon, <laughs> although maybe a brilliant Pokemon is, like, close to that. But I think Sword and Shield kind of accomplished that with max raid battles where like it was hard for me to leave the wild area once I got there because it was like, oh, look at this one. Look at this one. Oh, you have that one. So it's like it's like close. But I think that's I think that's what Pokemon overall is missing it is like this 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 other loop that you can have um, that makes it so good. Well, like other activities you can do rather than at, at the beginning, at the early part of the game, rather than just collecting. Yeah. Or battling your way through the yeah, game. Yeah, you have, like, collect it. You have collect all the Pokemon, battle all the Pokemon, push on with the story. But that weird egg slash find the den, get the egg, go hatch it. Is it better? No, it's not. No big deal. That was fun, so I'm going to do it again. They just mastered that loop in stories. And it's it's so... Like, I'm, ten, I'm 12 hours into stories. I've probably gone through 50 different diff monsters. Not different. Like, a lot of them, like, oh, I got the same monster, like, eight times. But this eighth mm -hmm. one is better than the first seven. So, yeah, we did it. <laughs> so, I, I want to revise my answer now that I've had a chance to think about it. Um, a crafting mechanic would be awesome. So, we know in Pokemon games, we go out there, especially Sword and Shield, right? There's little sparklies on the ground. You pick stuff up. What if... They added in a thing where you could craft your own Pokeballs to have like specific capture skills. Like, oh, you know, because we, we already have Pokeballs that are defined for capture skills. Let me make my own. 
I want to craft a Pokemon, a Pokeball that is really good at catching water Pokemon. I want one that's good at catching grass Pokemon. Uh, or I can combine the two and I'm like going for grass water Pokemon. Um, or, you know, like you get really rare, really rare items and it's just like even better than Ultra Ball catcher rate or something like that. But like some sort of crafting mechanic. So I can feel like I put in the work to make the Pokeball that I wanted that was specific for capturing this particular Pokemon. Another thing Pokemon should copy from other JRPGs is the speed up mechanic. Like Bravely Default, Persona 5, Monster Hunter Stories, they all have it where you can like just increase the animation speed. So if you were in a situation where you wanted to grind or you just wanted to catch a bunch of Cramorant because you were hunting for a brilliant Cramorant or a shiny Cramorant, it would just be nice to have like Bravely, like I said, Bravely Default, Persona 5, uh, Monster Hunter Stories. There's probably more, but you, it just goes like times two or times three or times four of the animation. I mean, if we're pulling from other mm-hmm. JRPGs, I would like a job system in Pokemon so that like it's not just other trainers, but like you could list yourself as a breeder and that would give you a, the equivalent of an O power or you could be a ace trainer and that would give you a different set or a water type trainer that would give a boost to those things so that like every character isn't exactly the same like you can choose a specific job that you want to do in the pokemon Mm. world i think that would be a a bonus to that game yeah i think i think sword and shield are great games i really really like them and i think like the co-op raid stuff is really fun I yeah, think I love it. Brilliant Pokemon were like a step in the right direction because they do like when they pop up. Well, when they popped up for the first time, I was like, oh, why is that one glowing? <laughs> like, that's cool. Um, like the trainer card, keeping track of your stats and you being able to share that was like really cool, but also super limited. Like, show me how many eggs I've hatched or how many steps I've taken or how many battles I've Which, done. Right. Monster Hunter has that. Yeah. They have the guild cards, but they've deprioritized the guild cards, which is kind of sad. I think they're getting there, um, but man, Stories 2 is w- one of the best sequels to any game I've ever played. Like, they just they just learn so much, and I would say Stories 1 was a very average game. As a huge Monster Hunter fan, it wasn't like, it wasn't a bad mm. game, but it wasn't like, oh, you've never played Monster Hunter? You need to go get this. It'll really get you into it. It was like kind of hard to recommend it because it was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, it's fun. <laughs> it's just not like a, like a super stellar game. But Stories 2, holy cow, that game is... Yeah, the only problem with Stories 2 is the trees. Man, they took those trees straight yeah. out of Sword and Shield. Yeah, just copy and paste. And the 45-minute cutscene before you even get to start the game. And I that's just also from Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. The gameplay that I had watched interested me more. The thing that needs to interest Greg are the disco outfits that you craft when you craft your outfits from uh, the animals. You're really stylish they in that game. all disco, man. You got right, bell you bottoms have, and sparkles. You have to show me the disco outfits to convince me that this is something that I want to do. good outfits. I was looking like Ingo and Emmett the other day. There you go. Uh, Will, Pokemon of the Week. Uh, so, unfortunately, I deleted the text for last week's Pokemon. <laughs> because I had to reboot my computer and I didn't save it. But I just remember I was kind of salty because in celebration of uh, Pokemon Go's fifth anniversary, they acknowledged the 555 Pokemon by making the 554 Pokemon 
appear more frequently in the wild, which of course the five 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 Pokemon has does not appear in the wild. Not that they couldn't have made it appear. Either way, I said for the Pokemon of the week next year, if they followed the same trend, there you go. Natural consequences might make you sick to your stomach. I remember what it is. I know what it is, Greg. All right, I will say the bad thing. Okay. Then. It's Spupa. 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 You said it before I could say the bad oh. thing. I just say it's Avalug, and you jumped in with <laughs> oh, the real thing. Oh, you mean you wanted to say the wrong answer? Yeah, yeah. I want to say the wrong answer. Avalug. I got so excited. Avalug. What are you, French? <laughs> Avalug. Vivian. Vivian. Uh, so, there's no trivia here, right? Oh, there is. There is. Spoopa and its evolutionary relatives are the only bug type introduced in Gen 6. Spoopa is the only really? Pokemon with the base stat total of 213. Uh, Spoopa and its evolutionaries are the only Gen 6 Pokemon in the bug egg group. Spoopa is like, fine. It's a yeah. turtleneck wearing bug. You bug. love it, you freak. <laughs> yeah, you love your turtleneck. Did you guys know that uh, it had its is good. own trophy in Smash Bros. Ultimate? What? Yeah. Why not? Out of all Pokemon? What trophy for what, though? <laughs> Uh, Spoopa returns right? as a Pokemon summon from a Pokeball retaining the same behavior as the previous game. Spoopa appears at a Pokeball summon. It uses Stun Spore to temporarily stun a Pokemon in its attack, but doesn't move otherwise. Spoopa also appears as a trophy. See, the real trick is no Smash Brother player knows what the Pokemon do because they turn off all <laughs> items. Because they turn off all items. Yes. Get wrecked items. Uh, as a professional Mario Kart player that turns off all items in Mario Kart, I want the purest racing experience possible. <laughs> only racing. And we only race no on Baby shell. Park because it is the closest to a real-life racetrack. It's all valid reasons. Uh, <laughs> all right. This week's Pokemon. At first, I started out and I made it easy. And then... Since I'm so incredibly hungry right now, because we've gone on much longer than we said we were going to. Air timing's you been get okay. The hard version, unless you're teenage Will Anderson, who would just like get this in, in a heartbeat. Think of recent events. This week's Pokemon has less to do with dragons than it has to do with the woman who lent her family name to the Sonic Youth side project that produced the Whitey album on April 5th, 1988. That's all. That's all you get. <laughs> well, thank you for making it to the end. Thank you for listening. If you want to be like Greg and buy a Chia Pet, you know, uh, here we are. <laughs> you are coming into town and I will make your life unbearable. <laughs> or it's going to already be unbearable. It's going to be like 88 degrees or something. Ooh, it's going to be slightly warm. I'm going to have to get my extra summer, summer jeans. Well, take off the hoodie. Yeah, I, I, well, I'm, well I have the stream backpack. I never have hoodie on because that backpack gets 200 oh, degrees. There's a thousand degrees. That is your board life choices, yeah. not mine. Super fast. Uh, hopefully the stream backpack works, though, this weekend because uh, I'm switching modems and they are real slow on switching the provider. So I'm just going to bring both mm. and hope that one of them works. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end. Uh, YouTube, PKMNCast. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to hit like and subscribe. Really, really appreciate it. Feel free to leave a comment of, or a question for next week if, if you want to be on. 
We only pick one question, so uh, feel free to repeat yourself if we missed it. I don't know. We'll eventually get to all of them, I guess. Uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is the same. P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Normally, if we run an ad, the ad is also the same. P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. So thank you to the sponsor of today's show. Will is at Wash in the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. Yeah, thank you for listening. I hope you had a good GoFest. I hope you were excited for Pokemon Unite. We'll be talking about it next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super. Ch-ch-ch-chia. Oh, yeah, those commercials. Commercials are great. No. A huge shout out to our Patreon producers for this episode, starting with Kevin, Stephen, Sean, Potato, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jetsy, Jessica, Jacob, Courtney, Brian, Steph, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan. Why do we have so many? Why do we have so many producers? Jeez, Dylan. Uh, and Alvaro and a shout out to our executive producers of Joseph, Anthony, Spencer, and Brady. Thank you so much for your support. I guess if you want to be on this long list of producers, you can head over to ise.cash or patreon.com slash PKMNCAST. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and we will see you next week.